Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 98. I'm getting close to 100, Maddie. Oh, we're getting so close. It's scary, actually. <laughs> it's really scary. I can't believe we've been doing it for that long. <laughs> I know. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, gosh. Um, but as always, we'll start the podcast with our Song of the Week segment and Maddie is going to kick us off. Alrighty, so my song of the week this week is kind of hard to choose because I've been having a lot of songs lately that I really, really have been loving. Mm. Um, but this one is a standout. It is Altar by Kehlani. So, as you all should know by now, I'm a big fan, love her music, ever since Vivian and I went to a Halsey, Halsey. concert <laughs> at the River Stage and Kehlani opened because I had listened to Kehlani's music like occasion like I'd heard a song here and there I'm like yeah you know like it's good but I'm not a huge fan saw her live I was like this is amazing I need to listen to all of her music and now we have Alter it is her latest single um, because she is releasing a new album she said in winter which oh. is like summer for us so we away. don't actually have a release date She's just said coming in winter or summer. So we'll see when that happens. Hopefully hopefully it's not this year because I don't want to have to factor <laughs> that in to our like end of year wrap up because I've already got too many oh my gosh, to true. look at. So true. it's going to be a nightmare. But anyway, this song in particular, I absolutely love it. It is pure Kehlani R&B goodness. Um, it is the first thing she's released since her last album, came out last year um it was all good until it wasn't i think is the title of that one yeah, loved that album so good oh, really we both really, loved really that yeah album. loved <laughs> it <laughs> absolutely amazing um but this song it's sort of like the the gist of the story is along the lines of um she's sort of talking about you know loved ones who she's lost and is grieving but it's not really like a mournful song it's kind of like sort of like uplifting and you like have this like altar of sorts to sort of like remember them and sort of like keep close to them it's kind of that sort of thing so it's not like a really sad depressing Mm. song it's really nice really lovely it's not like overly um like upbeat or anything it's quite beautiful and her vocals are gorgeous as per usual as per usual. I'm obsessed. It's like this really like buttery, but also like she's got this like breathy tone yes. and yeah, I love it. I adore it. She just nails it every she single does. time. Every time. And yeah, this song, like, um, cause it, it come out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It? It's been um, around for a while. I've been kind of sitting yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> I mean, I think cause when I saw that it had come out, like I did try, um, listening to it but then I never fully went back to it but then like when I heard it today before we started recording I was like oh just Kehlani just knows where her sweet spot is in in terms of music and she just executes it perfectly every time and I'm so excited for this new album I'm honestly surprised that she's releasing new music so soon yeah after her last album especially because that album did so well commercially as well um, but I'm really keen. And she's a mother. She's got yeah. her back. Like, she's got a lot going on. COVID, lockdown. Obviously, maybe she's had a little bit more time than yes. <laughs> she True. would have thought. Maybe she needs a little break from <laughs> yeah, break from things. But yeah, I'm so excited to see where this album goes. I'm so keen. 
But yeah, please listen to it. It is Altar by Kailani. It's my song of the week. Vivian, what is yours? So my song of the week is called Monday by The Regrets. Um, so I haven't spoken about The Regrets on the podcast before, but I came across them a little while ago. My partner, he played this song that they covered from Hamilton. They did Helpless. And it was like... That is wild. This really like punk rock cover. And it was obviously like, if you've listened to Hamilton, you know what the song is like. You yeah. know what the musical's <laughs> like. But I was like this band is so cool. So I sort of like dug into their discography deeper and I just fell in love with them. They have this really cool like punk rock sort of riot girl type of like vibe about them. And I really sort of love that attitude. And this song um, Monday is their latest single. Um, And it's kind of, it's definitely more pop leaning. It doesn't have sort of that aggression towards it, but I still think it's a really, really cool song. Um, especially like the lyrics, it's basically just talking about having an existential crisis on a Monday. We all know the feeling. We've all been there. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Especially (laughs) us, I think. Yes, especially us for sure. (laughs) Um, and I just love that sort of story and I love that sort of perspective because it's very self-aware and while it is obviously sort of delving into this really sort of serious topic, I, it sort of rounds it and sort of finishes it by saying like well I'm still alive may as well just like go through it see what I can do and hope for the best (laughs) which is all like what any of us can really do um, at this point but yeah um I really love this song and I'm sort of keen for the their next era yeah I think I did enjoy the song it wasn't like my favorite thing I've ever heard but um as for like the lyrics I think they're great yeah I think it's fabulous I think like their whole sort of um, gist of what they're going for is really, really well executed. Um, and I, yeah, love the vibe, but yeah, just not a huge fan of the song, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely have to play the Hamilton cover. Just yeah, so definitely keen to hear that one. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, I, I'd be interested to see what you, what you think about that one. But, um, yeah. yeah, so that was my song of the week for this week, Monday by The Regrets. Now we will go into our What's Trending segment and Maddie's going to kick us off with the topic. Alrighty. So I have an article here from NME written by Rian Daly and it reads, ABBA to retire after new Voyage album and live shows. ABBA have said they will retire after releasing their new album Voyage and completing its accompanying live shows next year. The Swedish pop icons will release their first studio album in 40 years next week, November 5th, ahead of a series of revolutionary concerts in London in 2022. Instead of the band members themselves performing, the gigs will will see a digital version of the group take to the stage at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park in May. So there's more to that article, but it kind of just goes on a lot more about the, um, the actual concerts and things like that. But yeah, ABBA's officially i thought they'd already retired but apparently not (laughs) so it's happening again (laughs) i mean we talked about it last time i think when we were talking more so about like the concerts and the yeah all the like interesting things they're doing there but i didn't even realize that it had been 40 years since their last i know it's quite wild i think because they have been such like a staple in pop culture i think like since their music was released it doesn't feel like it's been like because yeah. we've never really had an era like without them in the back of our minds like they've always kind of been that's true there so i guess it hasn't really felt like they haven't released new music because you know there's been 
mama well mama mia and all yeah. that stuff. we went into detail <laughs> with that in the last episode we so did. i won't go into that rant today um but yeah i guess i'm interested to see how similar this new music will be to yeah. their old stuff and also whether they actually have sort of incorporated any modern elements or have changed any of their yeah because sort of vibe I think with like a lot of these older bands, um, and I, I think the sort of same thing with acts like ACDC, for example, when they release new music and it is sort of reminiscent of like when they were really popular, I don't think it has that same effect because, especially with ABBA, I do think they are a nostalgic band. Yes. People love their older music and it's timeless, quote unquote, in your, if that's your opinion. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's what people cling to. So yeah, it, when they release new music, like even if it is modernized or if it's similar to their older stuff, I just I think it's inevitable that it won't have the same effect. Yeah, I feel like I've had issues like you know with these artists who have taken such an extended break and then have come back, you know, in these modern times and released new music, and I feel like. There has been a tendency, you know, they'll try and incorporate these new elements, like a lot more like electronic stuff or whatever. And it's just, it just comes off really, really corny Mm. and it doesn't fit because they've got their like original sound there and they've kind of just like chucked in this new stuff and it's so disjointed and it doesn't work well. I feel like maybe with the music that ABBA does create, there might be some space for it to work a little bit better because they kind of do, like, there's a lot of, like, synthy things that might sort of have the tendency to work, but I don't know, and I am curious to see how it's going to end up coming to fruition. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll find out next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe we'll give our thoughts on the next on the next that's, episode but that's if we can be bothered listening to that's it. if we're gonna be bothered i mean yeah. given the fact of how many album releases are coming out in the next couple of weeks like, it's taken me months to listen <laughs> to the yebba album and the man camino album so <laughs> i am not it's not likely that it, <laughs> it's gonna be at the top of my list and also ed sheeran's album just came out just came out so that's gonna be something that we're gonna have to listen to just for the sake of commenting on it (laughs) i think not for the actual music i just i just want to rant about it yeah and maddie said she'd uh take one for the team i will take one one for the team and i will listen to it hopefully my ears don't bleed um but i will update you yes yes for sure (laughs) all right um so i also have a topic here um about eurovision so well specifically australia with eurovision So I have an article here from Music Feeds written by Alex Gallagher, and it says, First artist who'll compete to represent Australia at Eurovision 2022 revealed. SBS has revealed the first three artists who'll be competing as part of Eurovision Australia Decides next February, hoping to represent Australia at next year's Eurovision Song Contest in Italy. Isaiah Firebrace is returning for another shot at Eurovision Glory after representing Australia at the contest in 2017, finishing ninth with his song Don't Come Easy. He'll be performing a duet with a yet unannounced partner. Quote, When I first represented Australia at Eurovision in 2017, I was 17. It was my first time in Europe and I feel like everything was a blurry dream that went by so quickly, Fibro says. I've grown so much as a singer, a performer, and as a person since then, and I've definitely got unfinished business. Ooh, that's so ominous. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jaguar Jones, who returned with her blistering, fierce single, Who Died in Major King, earlier this month, will also be competing to represent Australia, who said she was honoured and bubbling with excitement to be performing. Australian Idol legend Paulini will also be competing next February, bringing a new single that she promises see sees her belting out the big notes I'm known for. Quote, Eurovision to me is like the Olympics for singers. It brings together so many countries and cultures. And while it's a competition, I see it as uniting much of the world through music. So it sort of goes on to talk more about um, Eurovision Australia Decides, which will take place in February next year at the Gold Coast. But that's interesting. I think, Maddie, you have a... I think... I want Paulini. (laughs) I don't care about anyone else. I just want Paulini to win. (laughs) Strong words there from I Maddie. do. I well, Isaiah's already been there. I don't know who Jaguar Jones is. I just want Paul I like what I just yeah. <laughs> Australian Idol nostalgia has truly taken over me in the past couple of weeks. Like I was talking about Stan Walker the other week. Yes, true. Yep. I just honest if you don't know, like Paulini was like a major player in Australian Idol mm-hmm. and I grew up with Australian Idol. I was obsessed with it. And she was also in this group called the Young Divas, who ma- many of you probably have no idea what that is, but there were like four women who had competed in Australian Idol and they made this like pop girl group called the Young Divas and they were like released an album of covers and I was obsessed with it. I like listened to it back to front all the time. <laughs> And I just loved it. Like, it was so... There was, like, Kate DeRouge, and there was, like, someone oh else. God, I, I can't remember all the, the other two. I can't remember their names at the top of my head, but I can, like, see it. I can see... Oh, and Ricky Lee was one of them. Oh, there you go. And I think the other one was, like, Emily someone. I can't remember. I can see what she looks like in my mind. <laughs> but I can just, like, picture the album cover, because I looked at it so much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, petition to bring back the Young Divas, and then they can compete at Eurovision, I think. I mean, that's my hot take. And imagine, like, if that ever did happen, which it wouldn't, but if that ever did happen, could you imagine that they won and they represent... I would literally flip my lid, I think, if that happened. I would find any possible way to get to Eurovision to watch it. I think I'd lose my mind. Yeah, just find your way to Italy and... Their cover of Gloria. Oh my God. I was singing it around the house. Constantly when I was like eight years old. I loved it. It was amazing. Uh, but yeah, as for Eurovision, I think I'm keen to see like all of the other people who yeah. go in for it. I mean, I we spoke about this before when Montaigne was um, representing Australia with the most recent uh, Eurovision. But I definitely think she was sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, she got like the worst end of the deal there. Oh, she had to- totally. Pro, like she had to perform remotely and like she had to change her song change the song like which in my opinion i thought the first one was 10 times better than the other one but that's just my opinion yeah but i mean it's so like i i wished i hope that it the be- the circumstances were better for her to perform but unfortunately it wasn't to be but that's yeah. why i'm interested to see what next year's eurovision will be hopefully it'll be better and everyone won't have to perform remotely (laughs) yeah fingers crossed i guess we'll see what happens hey yes um but anyway that brings us to the end of what's trending and so we'll go back into our song segments with under a rock maddie over to you okay my under a rock this week is called record player by daisy the great featuring ajr um i am kind of in a loophole (laughs) <laughs> this one because I'm a big fan of AJR but 
They're only featured, so <laughs> it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> so Daisy the Great, um, they are like a duo, pop duo, girl duo. Um, and this song has been taking over the internet. It's been all over TikTok. Oh, okay. um, again, so That's you can I tell you can tell where my brain has been the past couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but it is like a really, really cool um, song. It's very the melody is quite disjointed in a way because it's very like there's a lot of like jumps with the different notes and things like that and. It is really, really cool. I love the lyrics and the chorus. I think it's super fun. It's really, it's got this like childlike mm. sort of innocence to it, you know, and like one of the lines is, you know, I like wearing like dresses that fall like just below my knees so I can pretend I scraped them climbing in trees or something. It's just like, yeah, there's all these different things and um, it's, yeah, really, really like innocent and childlike and I love the stacked harmonies in the chorus, I think they're like absolutely phenomenal. I think it's so cool because the first line, you know, starts out with like one melody line and then the next line comes in like a different harmony part and then they kind of like stack as it goes on and then they repeat the chorus again with like a lot more sort of like instrumentation that comes in and I think that's really, really awesome and they've like executed the song really well. Yeah, it's such an interesting song. Like I was sort of saying to Maddie, it kind of gives me like for some reason, and maybe it is because it has that sort of, like, childlike wonderment to it, but yeah. it kind of reminds me, it's like a modern twist on, like, an old-timey kind of tune. Like, it kind of has, like, not folk elements to it, but, like, almost like a folk story being told, but it's, like, this sort of modern, like, twist to it. Like, it kind of gives me that sort of vibe, which I think is really cool because you just don't really hear that sort of thing in, in today's, like, pop music, really. Yeah. Um, And I think it's cool like just how they like formatted the song and the way they've put it together because like I said it's just really interesting to listen to and that chorus I think is such an earworm. It's so catchy I've been it's been going like over and over and over in my brain and especially because like the way that the melody is like structured because it kind of it just like jumps up and down and like and then down and up and it's just like really all over the place but it works really Mm. really well and like AJR are in the verses and um daisy the great predominantly does just the chorus and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's yeah and it's a really short song too it's only like two and a half minutes um so it's kind of like over in a flash before you yeah it's really really quick and really it's really punchy as well which i like yeah um but yeah that is my under a rock this week it is record player by daisy the great featuring ajr vivian what is your under a rock so my under rock this week is called Buzzkill by Baby Queen. Um, full disclosure, I heard this song in season three of You. Can we just talk about how amazing it is? It's first of all? an amazing show, amazing Excellent season. show, absolutely love it. Um, I'm obsessed with love and I'm Theo. obsessed with love. I, I love her. I love love. I love love. <laughs> we love love. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Love Quinn is my idol. I know, I know. Um, Despite the fact that she's a serial killer. We'll and, ignore that. And a psychopath. But you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. She has reasons. <laughs> okay. So it's going to come like a Love Quinn apology group. Yes, it will. <laughs> leave leave some comments down below if you think Love's actions were reasonable. Yes, if you've seen the latest season. But yeah. anyway, um, this is a music podcast. Um, yeah, let's talk about the music. 
<laughs> so I heard this song um, in the show and I was like, this is really, really cool. I want to sort of listen to it properly. And um, I did um, some research. So Baby Queen, um, she's originally, she was born in South Africa, but now she resides in London. And this song is really interesting. Um, it's sort of like the perspective of someone at a party who's getting really existential, getting really sad. and just Again, know the feels. Know the feels. Yep. <laughs> and then her friends are sort of just like, you need to chill out. This is a party. Parties are supposed <laughs> to be fun. You're being a buzzkill. So it's, it's such an interesting sort of story to tell there. And she really executes it well because in the verses, she's just sort of speaking and the words that she's putting together, she's got quite a flow. Like, it's pretty great. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I was like, this is really such a unique way to just really reel us into the story. And then when it gets to the chorus, it's just, oh, the, the vocals are so, so cool. I love the backing vocals with, mm-hmm. um, with the harmonies. Yeah. They sound amazing. Um, and yeah, like, I just thought this was such an interesting take on this sort of perspective. And I'm keen to sort of check out the rest of her music. Yeah, I really am a big fan of the chorus and the lyrics in the chorus. I think it's really, really great. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's such an... Because like right from the beginning, I was kind of like hooked on the song because it's not, you know, like what I typically listen to. And I think like the fact that there's like not a lot of instrumentation going on mm. at all to begin with is really good because it kind of makes you... Like it brings the melody and the lyrics like to the forefront and kind of like makes you pay attention to what she's trying to say which is like the main gist of the song and so you kind of get a sense of what you know she's really trying to convey with the song and like I totally know what you know she's getting at like I'll be in the corner and I'll have like some weird (laughs) something will remind me of something and then I'll go into like a spiral and I'm like having a panic attack in the corner but (laughs) Literally, literally, I I have to try and find the dog to like calm myself down. Um, (laughs) So I totally relate. I think a lot of people can relate. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it's a great song lyrically. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think many, many people will hear themselves in in this song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that is really cool that she's managed to sort of capture that feeling. Um, but yeah, that is my Under a Rock for this week, Buzzkill by Baby Queen. Now we'll go into Caught My Ear and I'll kick us off. And my song is called Now in Space by Montaigne. Speaking of Eurovision. Speaking of Montaigne. Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is her latest single. So after, I think, Technicolor. Um, yeah. So this is her latest single and I was actually quite surprised. And the reason why I put it in Caught My Ear was because it's quite a different direction for her, like, I definitely think, um, probably since Don't Break Me, she's sort of transitioned more into, like, this hyper-pop sort of genre, which I think is obviously quite popular at the moment, so yeah. I think, you can, again, you kind of have that sort of um, trap of maybe sounding a little bit too generic, but with this song, and I think the way that she's executed it, it's done so well. It's such an earworm. Like, the first time I heard it, I was like, yep. I'm going to be singing this chorus every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's You're just be singing it in my grave yes. as they lower me down into the dirt. <laughs> Literally though. Um, and it's just such a, it's just such a catchy song and it doesn't have that sort of like gimmicky feel to it, which I think 
a lot of these songs have the tendency to feel like, but I love it. And I love this new direction that she's going in. Yeah, I think jumping off the point that you brought up before, I think anything that Montaigne produces probably like will not have that generic feel to it. Like if not one because of her voice. Yeah. But I think she is such a unique individual in her own right. And I don't think she'd ever like lower, well, lower herself, I say, (laughs) but you know, sort of like go to that level where she like, you know, copies and pastes and does that kind of like, Mm. you know, formulaic pop. She's not that kind of person. And I love her for it. And I think everything that she comes up with is, you know, it's still all like, so many of her songs are so vastly different like between themselves but there is somehow some like glue holding all of them together that's still like you know just absolutely give off this major Montaigne vibe like as soon as you hear a song you instantly know that it's like Montaigne Mm -hmm. and it really is like she knows what you know what's in her wheelhouse and she does it well like really really well and I yeah obsessed with this new song I hadn't heard it until Vivian brought it up this morning and I'm immediately going to be adding it to all of my playlists because it's great I love it it's definitely not as experimental as some of her previous work but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing yeah I mean you've just put what you just said there Maddie that was so bottle it beautifully said (laughs) I loved that so much thanks Um, you're welcome I've been writing that for three days (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like you know her last album we both really loved it um complex I was just floored by it but it was a very experimental album and I think she's like just sort of exploring different genres and like you said, she's just nailing it. And um, I'm so excited for this new era, whatever it will be. But um, yeah. Space era. I know. Oh my God. How sick there's gonna, that be? I feel like I just know there's going to be a lot of sci-fi and like yes. holographic imagery, I think, in oh. our future. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, that is my call, my ear for this week. Now in space by Montaigne. Maddie, over to you. Okay, my call, my ear this week is called I Feel It by John Bellion featuring Burner Boy. Um, Now we all know that I love John Bellion and everything that he creates, Mm -hmm. full stop. Um, But this song is, I've been listening to it quite a lot recently. Um, The main thing that I want to point out about this song is the guitar riff. It is phenomenal it's really really short it's not like this long drawn out thing but this it's like this acoustic sort of picking um riff and it comes up throughout the rest of the song and it does a lot of the rhythmic and percussion work Mm. for the song in particular because there's not a lot going on in that department in this song there's a couple of like that another one of the things that kind of caught my ear about this song was like there's these like bell tone and like muted sort of like notes that kind of like are really sparse and spaced out um throughout the song that's kind of like the only other percussion until it gets towards the end of the song where it like builds a lot more and um because a lot of the the chorus in the first sort of half of the song um it's very hollow there's not a i described it as hollow because there's like not a lot 
going on and when you kind of you hear this like build up for the chorus and you kind of expect it to like fill out a lot more but it like drops out it kind of like feels like the floor drops out from underneath you when you're listening to it and it's just this like really driving riff and this really um and the way that John's singing too, like mm. he's got this really sort of like punchy, it kind of reflects the way that the guitar is being played yep. too, which is really cool. And I love that as well. And then as the song progresses, um, it builds a little bit more and there's like this bridge kind of part that kind of gets a little bit like, um, there's lots of like long sort of like dragged out singing notes and there's not a lot of percussion and then towards the end, um, sax comes in. <laughs> There's like this, um, like drum fill. If you call it a fill, it's not really a fill. There's like not much there, but the sax kind of um, hits the same like rhythms as the drums, mm-hmm. and it fills out a lot more in that sense. But it's there's a lot going on in the song, and there's so much to talk about. But I just yeah, I really love it. No, you said it all really well, Maddie. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Where's my award? <laughs> yep. Um, it's a really interesting song. I really, really dug it. And like Maddie said, the riff is so interesting. The fact that it acts as... It, it does many jobs for many it does. different in- instruments. And um, it's just so cool because it's just so prominent and it's always at the forefront and it drives the song forward in a way that I haven't really heard before, at least in this context with this sort of genre. And I think it's really cool that they've executed it that way. But I actually really love when the sax comes in. Like, yeah. it just gives me like 80s vibes, like 80 pop songs, like especially with the drums. I was saying to, to Maddie, it's like these really, they're really big, like Phil Collins type of drums. Yes. Like, <laughs> like they just really lift everything up when the mm-hmm. sax comes in and it's it's just such a journey this song and I love it it is and I think towards the end too like when because that sax drum section comes back like a second time like mm. right at the end and I think I think I can hear like the vocals sort of like harmonizing with the sax as yeah. well yeah which is like another yet another layer to this song which is fabulous I think like it, there's just something it's just this song is just so groovy yeah and it like really kind of like catches you in a really awesome way and I'm in love with it I absolutely adore it John Bellion is just a genius a genius truly truly a genius and Burner Boy does a great job on of this course. song I've never heard of him before but it's great I love it his verse fits very very well and I love it so yeah please listen to this song it is I Feel It by John Bellion and Burner Boy, and that is it for Caught My Ear. And this week, guys, we have a recommendation. Yes. Not from anyone in particular, but a recommendation from us to you. Yes. <laughs> okay? We need you to listen to this song. Um, it is called Pretty Things by Cat Flowers. So, Cat, we um, went to high school with Cat. Yes. And um, we absolutely love, this is her, f- like, debut single mm-hmm. um and so she's a pop folk sort of artist that is her vibe um she's got an absolutely gorgeous voice um and this song in particular it's sort of about you know um these materialistic things and these pretty things in our life they kind of help us get through 
mm-hmm. the tough times and like they're not really going to solve any problems or whatever but it's kind of like nice to have these things to soften soften the blow yeah. i guess so yeah but it's, this song is really really pretty it's so pretty and it's called <laughs> pretty things pretty things <laughs> but it truly is like i i really sort of love the folk element of it with the guitar but even just like the twinkling of like the piano yeah in the background and then towards the end when the backing vocals come in with the harmonizing love 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 it's love done that. so seamlessly when yeah. they come in as well it's just such a smooth transition and it just honestly this song feels like a warm hug like it does oh my god it does too you know what i mean like especially yeah. with what it's talking about as well like it's it very much just feels like the kind of song that you can put on, have a cup of tea, and just yeah. snuggle up under the blanket and just love the song. Yeah. So Kat's done a lot of work recently, you know, like gigging and yeah things like that. And we've loved seeing your progression as an artist as you have grown up and done all of this stuff. So we're super, super proud of um, your first song and we can't wait to hear what you've got left in you for We'd sure love to hear more um so everyone please listen to the song it is pretty things by cat flowers and that is it for the episode everyone yep. thank you so much for listening you can check us out on spotify podcast apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, Castbox, wherever you get your podcast fix and you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's where you can send us your recommendations. Yes, anything, please. Anything you're listening to, we will react to it. And even if we, even if it's something that we don't listen to, we will always, always react to it because yep. that's the whole point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just ex- the amount of metal that Vivian has subjected me to, yes. I have become immune i think <laughs> to certain things so if there's something that you reckon is gonna shock me that's gonna absolutely blow my mind we'd love to know yes send it through we challenge Please. you we challenge you yes. to shock Maddie. That's, that's, that's the challenge i mean yeah it's kind of become a little bit harder which is which is i'm i'm building up a tolerance i was gonna say yeah. i think yeah <laughs> Which we love to see. It's yeah. growth. It's great. <laughs> Character <laughs> development, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, but you can also let us know what you thought about the songs that we brought up. And please let us know what you think about Pretty Things by Cat Flowers. We really, really hope you enjoy that one. Um, but yeah, until then, you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. See ya.